Hello and welcome to the 28th week of L.K. Lawrence Presents Who Unplugged the Stars, A Tale of Two Cowards. Last week, Gracie had just gotten to California. This week, she wakes up in California in this chapter called Sun, Sand, and Sea. But before we continue, I would like to welcome all of our new listeners. We've got people in Singapore, we've got people in Ireland, uh, UK, America, uh, Germany, um, France, I am really glad you're joining us, and I hope you're enjoying this, and I hope you've listened to the other episodes so you kind of know what's been going on all the way through. But this week, it's going to be a short chapter, so we won't take a lot of your time. Um, the week after this one, the chapter will be called The Waitress, and that's kind of a fun chapter as well. So anyway, let's get this show on the road. sand and sea. The next morning the sun shone through the blinds right across my eyes as I laid on the sofa bed which immediately woke me. I looked to see if the other girls were up but they were still sleeping so I quickly got dressed in shorts and a t-shirt, pulled my hair back in a ponytail, slipped on my sandals and headed out. As I stepped out the door a blast of cold air hit me sending me back inside to change into long pants and a warm long-sleeved pullover sweater and then I was gone again. Standing on the little steps that led into the RV I gazed in awe at the majesty of the ocean. It was more beautiful than I ever imagined and I felt drawn to it as if hypnotized by its strength. The moment my sandals touched the sand, I knew they had to go, so I stepped out of them, letting my toes sink in the cold sand and feeling all stress leave my body. I was so mesmerized by the ocean and the sound of the waves as they swept in and then out. With each step closer to the water, I felt more and more exhilarated by all the elements, the air, water, and sand. I began to walk parallel to the water along the beach. For how long? I didn't know. But eventually, I sat on the sand and watched the water as I felt the sun's rays gradually warm me up. I was in love. I wasn't sure how long I'd sat there when I heard someone calling my name. I looked around to see Johnny and Claire walking towards me, but made no move to get up. How long you been out here? Johnny asked as they got closer. I don't know. What time is it? I asked, shielding my eyes from the sun as I looked up at him. He moved to block the sun for me. Well, it's almost 11. Did you put on any sunblock? Claire asked, and I shook my head. You look a little pink, Claire handed me a tube of lotion. I didn't even think about getting sunburned, I said, squeezing the lotion into my hand and rubbing it on my warm face. <laughs> Thanks for bringing this. I handed the bottle back, then took off my sweater and tied it around my waist, loving the warmth of the sun on my bare arms. Claire squeezed more lotion, more lotion into my hands, and I rubbed it on my arms, neck, and legs. Is everyone else up? Yeah, they're eating and breakfast. Johnny said as he tossed the football he brought with him in the air. Did you eat breakfast already? He asked me. Nah, I came out here as soon as I woke up. I couldn't wait to see the ocean. It's my first time, I explained and got up. Ah, said Johnny in an understanding tone. Go long, he told both Claire and me as he stepped back, imitating a quarterback. We ran a little way off and turned to catch the ball Johnny threw, missing it by yards. 
My brothers and some of the guys I'd known when I lived in Provo had taught me to throw, so I returned it to him, just a little short of where he stood. Nice throw, he said with admiration and threw the ball to me. Soon Claire and I were taking turns catching and throwing the ball, and the more my arm warmed up, the better my throws became. You've got a great arm for someone who rarely plays, he said, boosting my confidence as, he con as we continued to play. I even ended up in the water a couple of times just to catch the ball. Eventually, we all collapsed on the sand, laughing and exhausted. While sitting on the sand, my stomach grumbled, reminding me that I hadn't eaten or drank anything since last night. I jumped up and announced, Gotta go! Looking at me in alarm, Claire asked, What's wrong? I need to eat and get a drink of water. I called over my shoulders. I ran in the direction of the RVs. Frank and Sam were sitting in beach chairs outside the RV as I approached. They both said something to me, which I ignored. Gotta go. Talk later. I bounced up the three steps to our RV, pulled open the door, and entered. Stephen and Rosie quickly pulled apart, trying to hide the fact that they'd been making out. Oops. Sorry. Don't mind me, I said with a chuckle as I walked past them with my hand over my eyes, which made them laugh. I could see through my fingers their faces had turned bright red. Before I exited the bathroom, I called through the door. I'm coming out. I hope the coast is clear. I laughed when I saw that Rosie and Stephen were now sitting on the opposite sides of the dinette table. So, what have you guys been up to? I asked, trying to keep a straight face, but laughed as their blush deepened. Busted! Shut up, demanded Rosie good-naturedly. I raised my eyebrows as I grabbed a banana and hard-boiled egg left over from their breakfast and left. Boy, I said, pointing my thumb at the door over my shoulder and looking at Frank and Sam. Someone needs to monitor these two. What were they doing in there? Sam asked from his beach chair. A post-breakfast makeout session, I believe. Shut up, Gracie, Rosie called from inside the RV, which pushed Frank and Sam to laugh and make cat calls. Finally, both Stephen and Rosie came out of the RV, still in full blush mode, snickering through their embarrassment. Sitting in the empty beach chair next to Frank, I asked, Are we going to do anything today or just hang out? Why don't we go to lunch and then come back to swim and lay out, suggested Rosie. Oh, that sounds fun, I said and jumped up. I need to shower before we go. And I headed back into our RV to prepare for lunch. Better hurry, Stephen called after me. We need to leave in 40 minutes. Turning to Rosie, asked, does she take a long time to get ready? When I heard that, I leaned out the RV door and opened my arms. Do you think this happens by magic? Pointing, Stephen said, get in the shower. I could hear the others laughing as I closed the door. I didn't need the full 40 minutes, which I wasn't allowed to take anyway, as the other girls had to get ready, too. After a quick shower, I scrunched my freshly washed hair as I blew it dry, then pulled the sides of my hair up into a bread on the top of my head and plastered it with hairspray so it would stay put once we were out, on the, out in the wind. Then I applied a little makeup, put on a pair of jeans, a t-shirt, and a light button-down sweater, and with my ever-trusty sandals on my feet, I was ready. Leaving the four girls still prepping, I stepped outside to find Frank sitting in a beach chair waiting. Most guys didn't take that long to get ready, which was frustrating for us girls, but there I was ready and only one guy was waiting. Frank and I were sitting chatting about the differences in our RVs when everyone began to emerge all showered and ready. Wow, you look really nice, Gracie, Corey said, doing a double take. 
You sound surprised, I laughed. You do, Janice smiled. It must be all the sun you've gotten today. Oh, I'm sure I'll feel it tomorrow when it turns into a sunburn. I grimaced at the thought. If everyone's ready, let's go, directed Stephen, leading us up to the path that ran along the beach. Who made him the boss? Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the chapter. Again, like I told you earlier, the week, um, next week's chapter will be called The Waitress. So that's kind of a, a good one, kind of adds a little spice of what's going on. Uh, I hope you'll join us next week. I hope you've had a good week. Um, here in America, we're winding down to election day, so uh, things are getting bumpy and hopefully... Uh, it'll turn out the way it should, the way, uh, the best way to go. Anyway, I hope you have a fabulous week, and I hope you join us next week for The Waitress. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you at lklawrence1923 at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, I hope you have a fantabulous week. I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay healthy. I hope you always remain he- he- uh, hopeful. And above all, I hope you never, ever are afraid to unplug the stars. See ya!